This lady joined me last year on this day, and she's back again today. Big fan of her since I'm a kid. You know, my wife, Danielle, is a lawyer in uh, Nassau County. This lady is actually in the Nassau County Hall of Fame. She was a tremendous basketball player. Olympic gold, all kinds of medals, pro basketball, WNBA, coaching in the NBA, broadcasting in the NBA, and the only female ever to coach a men's team to a championship, which she did in Ice Cube's league a couple of years ago. They don't come better than this lady. Not in basketball, Nancy Lieberman. Nancy, welcome back. Sid Rosenberg here in New York. How are you? I am 100% great, so thank you for having me on. It's great to have you, Lady Magic, as they nicknamed you uh, many, many years ago. I've had some great women on so far today, Nancy. Margot Katz and Matidis, John's wife, amazing lady. We've got our Red Apple Council lady, Emily Pankow, Judge Janine Pirro. You, again, in the long line of very accomplished women. Sometimes uh, I have these conversations, and women will be like, well, I don't really want to get into the women aspect of it. I'm a little uncomfortable with that. And other times they're like, hey, let me tell you something. It's still a man's world. It ain't easy. In the world of basketball, that's got to be the case. So which side of the fence do you fall on today? Uh, I don't understand why anybody would not want to be proud to talk about women and historically what, what, what has happened to women. You know, it's International Women's Day, but it's also the 50-year anniversary of Title IX. And Title IX is a law. It's not an opinion. And it was signed uh, in 1972 on June 23rd by President Nixon. And you wouldn't be talking to me or any female athlete if it wasn't for Title IX. It, it gave us the opportunity for, for education and to play sports. Um, and it's changed our lives. Uh, any prominent female athlete from the 70s and on, you know, International Women's Day, Title IX, uh, it's the second, I believe, most important bill ever put in to law for women, uh, and voting was the, the first. I agree with you. It is a hugely important law. My daughter, for example, is a big-time tennis player. Uh, I enjoy uh, her playing. I love watching it. And I enjoy women's sports, too. That was a very, very big deal. So that brings me to this question. When I see a man who identifies himself as a woman, Nancy, show up at the University of Pennsylvania – and swim against other females, and I get really aggravated watching that. How does Nancy Lieberman feel? Well, I'm for I'm for gender equity. I'm for uh, opportunity for all. Obviously, as a minority and as a woman who has tried to, you know, break down barriers of playing against men, playing, uh, coaching them. I think it's important in business, sports, in life in general to have opportunities. What I would say. Having trained Martina Navratilova, and Renee Richards was her coach, and she transitioned from Richard Raskin to Renee Richards, and she was amazing um, in so many ways. So I was around this. So this is my suggestion, because we do want the trans athletes to have every opportunity to perform. It's, it's their right. But why don't you have a third platform, you know, a, a podium? In wrestling, you have different weight classes. In boxing, you have different weight classes. So somebody who is a flyweight doesn't have to wait play against a heavyweight or, or fight against a heavyweight. So why don't we have a, a third platform 
for trans athletes whose bodies are still biologically, even though they might be transitioning, you still, I mean, the science is there that you're bigger, you're stronger. It's, it's not a fair fight in certain areas. And we're talking just sports right now. I'm not talking about being a CEO. I'm not talking about being a marketing director. I'm talking about I'm big and strong. If my son TJ decided tomorrow, tomorrow to transition, he's going to have an advantage over me. And, right. and, I, and I'm not a doctor, but um, from what I have researched, even if you start transitioning over and taking, you know, some of the, the meds um, that you need to, to, you know, complete the process, it could be a year or two, but you're not losing your muscle mass. You're not losing that additional strength that you had over me. So that's all I'm saying. I don't want young girls who have worked their whole lives to be swimmers to get beat in a pool by someone who biologically still has the composition of a man. You know, Nancy, you said fair, very fair. And that's exactly what I say at home. There should be a third league, third bathroom, third, all these things. But you mentioned not a CEO, not a, uh, you know, a banker. And this is something I brought up to you last year. I'll bring it up again, only because I really respect this guy, Mike Francesa, another Long Island native, maybe the greatest talk show host ever. He got into some hot water a couple of years ago because he said a woman should not be coaching a men's team. Well, you won a championship two years ago coaching a men's team. He may say that's three-on-three, not NBA, but it's ridiculous. But there you go. It doesn't matter the strength, the body size. Why would Mike Francesa say something like that? Because he's ignorant. (laughs) It happens. (laughs) There's people like that in the world. And I don't dislike them. But he's he's not educated uh, in this area. He's a shock radio guy. Uh, I've been on Mike's show before. I appreciate, you know, that he's he's digging up some ratings. But wait a second, but Nancy, Nancy, I'm I'm, I'm a shock radio guy too, but I'm I'm not dumb enough to believe that a woman can't coach. I mean, it's proven. We, you know, and if Mike wants to, wants to come sit down, talk to me, I played for the Lakers. I played for Pat Riley. I played for the Utah Jazz in my 20s when I didn't have a women's professional league. I, I knew that I was outmanned. They were bigger. Go ask Pat Riley. Go ask Frank Layton. They were bigger, stronger, faster, but you couldn't measure my heart, my desire, and my will. Look what the Ukrainians are doing. They look like they can't compete, and all they're doing is fighting and fighting and and. and and, you know, they've become our superheroes. Uh, I, you know, I knew that I was outmanned. So I had to find things that I did better than them. I studied sometimes the playbook a little higher. I watched a little bit more film. I knew how to get the ball to certain people. But like I said, I don't want to blow my horn. Go talk to Pat Riley and ask him who started four games into my tenure with the Lakers. And he didn't even want me in 1980. That he told Jerry West and Dr. Buss, but he he accepted me, and he he he's made hundreds of thousands of dollars telling the story in his speeches about somebody who changed his mind and opened his thought process that everything is possible. You know, for me to leave the NBA because you know Cube offered me a head coaching job, I. I was the highest paid coach. I still am. I'm going into my fourth season in the, you know, the, uh, the big three. 
Gary Payton, Rick Barry, Rick Mahorn, mm. Dr. J, George Gervin, Oof. Hall of Famers all over the place. And the first thing Ice Cube said to me was, you are going to be the highest paid coach. Whatever Dr. J makes, you will make. Tell that to your agent. Wow. That's the person you want to work for because he gets it. And I, I had to prove I could coach. I had to prove that I was worthy of that opportunity. But for him to celebrate me and not tolerate me, that's a beautiful thing in the world. It sucks when people are, are demeaning you and telling you what you can't be. I, I'm 63 years old. I, I've been, I was on, I'm still the youngest Olympic basketball player ever, male or female. I was in high school in 76. But I, I don't want people to be dream stealers. I want people to be hope givers. If there's a woman of color in your office, give her a chance. If there's somebody that doesn't look like you in the workplace, please give them a chance. Hire somebody that doesn't look like you. You know, you can hire me to do anything you want. And if I fail you, cut me. That's fair, but I will say this. That's fair, and and, uh, that's a very impassionate speech, and I agree, and it's lovely. But, Nancy, don't tell me to hire you. That's my issue with where we are today. I want females to have every opportunity men have. I want African Americans to have the same thing. But I don't like when government or companies or people tell me today, well, you must do it because of a gender or a race. That's That's where I draw the line, Nancy. Okay, well, I agree with you. I don't want the government to tell me what to do. Uh, I, I, I don't. I mean, you, you want you a, what, a, even a, even sports leagues. I don't like the fact that that the, the Rooney Rule. The truth is, they bring in African American coaches. Nancy, they've already hired a white guy. What happened to Brian Flores happens all the time. It's embarrassing. It's not it's real. It's embarrassing. It's wrong. And I, I look. I was championed by the black community growing up. When I was young and people were telling me I was stupid, dumb, and never going to make anything of myself, what's a little white Jewish girl playing in Rucker (laughs) Park, playing in the park with black, white kids, (laughs) boys? And you know what? You know who changed my life? Muhammad Ali. Wow. I fell in love with him at 10. By the grace of God, I meet him at 19 after I go to college at Old Dominion, and we win our first championship. I'm invited back to uh, be the athlete for fundraiser for the Olympic committee at the the stock exchange in New York. And the other athlete is Ali and Ali here is my hero. Mm. And he knew I was full of crap. He knew I was broken. He knew I was a fraud, but I hid behind being Nancy Lieberman, the basketball player who had accomplishments, but I didn't love me. I, I was broken from my childhood with no father and no food and no heat and people making fun of me. And I needed sports more than sports needed me. Mm. So Ali was the one, and he never let go of my hand to the day we buried him almost, I think, six years ago in Louisville. He just knew. He just knew that I had to be better. And he keeps saying, he kept saying to me at 19, 20 years old, God made you special. And I was like, how does this guy know this? Mm. And to, you know, for me to be on this call with you all these years later and tell you that I, Ali told me the greatest religion in the world is love and kindness. 
Mm. right? Service to others is the rent you pay for your time here on earth. What can I do for you? How can I help you? You know what? Why am I on this call today at eight o'clock? Because you give a crap about women. I, I have a list in front of me of 30 calls, interviews, podcasts today, tomorrow, through the week. I did yours because I'm loyal. I'm a loyal dog. You've had me on. Mm-hmm. You have shown respect. Thank you. And I show respect back to you, uh, whether we agree on everything or not. True. And True. I appreciate men who champion us. Um, you, you're a champion of me. Wow. And I, <laughs> I respect that. But on, on many levels, I, I think we think the same way. And I'm grateful to every man that has given me a major job or an opportunity for a job. It is not my birthright to coach in the NBA. It's not stinking Skittles. Everybody doesn't get one. I had to earn the right. But let me tell you the other side of it. I was lucky because I was building relationships, right? The world is about networking and relationships. And if you're, if you're white, you probably interact with more white people, so you feel comfortable with them, so you hire them. Well, we have, if you will integrate me, like Rick Carlisle has done mm. with women in the NBA, yep. he's been so good at integrating women that now we're in the boys' club. White women, black women were in the boys' club because of people like Warren Legary, uh, people like the NBA Coaches Association, Adam Silver, uh, Rick, Rick Carlisle. So now it's easier for somebody to go, you know what, I'm going to hire Ginny Boo or I'm going to hire, um, you know, Christy Tolliver. But if you don't have relationships, you can't get hired. And then we get to the rub part. Don't force me to hire somebody that doesn't look like me that I don't know. So you could see that dichotomy, that, that issue. Um, but I agree with you. You shouldn't have to be forced to do it. But let's, let's organically create those relationships with love and kindness. Agree. That's all I'm saying. No, I, I couldn't agree more. I have to tell you that uh, your bio is long. Uh, I have a lot of stuff here. Lady Magic, WNBA, gold medals, silver medals, championships, NBA, Lakers. I mean, it's long. It's long. And it's very, very impressive. But more impressive than this bio is you. You are a special, special lady. And I really love having you on every year. I'd like to have you on more. Thank you for coming on. What you said today was perfect. It was beautiful. In the last 30 seconds, Nancy Lieberman, for a young girl right now that wants to live the life that you've lived, what would your advice be? My advice would be know the power you don't know you have. You have the power to do anything, but you have to see it. You have to say it to be it. I had to see myself being on the Olympic team in high school. It had never been done. Every day I'd brush my teeth, I'd be in the mirror, and I'd be like, I'm going to make this team. I'm going to make this team. Mm -hmm. And then when it happened, I I already had the belief system that I was there. So, you, you know, you have to believe in yourself. You have to love yourself. And that's the most important thing. Well, I love you. You were really great again today. Thank you so much. Enjoy this day. Enjoy the month. Keep winning. Uh, I know you win every day, whether you're playing basketball (laughs) or not. Thank you so much, Nancy. You're terrific. Uh, Well, God bless you, and God bless America.
God Thank bless you. you, too. All right. Nancy Lieberman, there she is on this International Women's Day, and that was a very intense and great conversation. Whoa, that was good. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.